Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Brand and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Chris, joined as always by my co-host, Peace, and we have a fantastic episode for you all out there today. We are joined by the social influencer at Canopy Servicing, Angela Snyder. Angela, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing today? Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. Doing really well. Can't complain. Love it. So uh, if you could, please just give a little brief background about yourself and, you know, what your role is at Canopy Servicing. Perfect. Yeah. So as you already shared, I'm the social influencer at Canopy. Mm -hmm. A lot of people hear that title and they're like, so what does that mean? So basically what I do is uh, it falls within the marketing umbrella. I do personal branding, employer branding, PR, mm -hmm. and social media strategy. Mm -hmm. um, and I do work at Canopy, which is a B2B SaaS fintech startup. And so as you can imagine, um, I'm in startup mode and I, I wear a lot of hats, but it's really, really a lot of fun. So stemming off that, um, you know, one of the things that we really found interesting when we came across uh, your profile is really just your overall background. You know, we kind of spoke about this uh, prior to the call off camera, uh, just about how you ended up as a social influ influencer, because prior you were an elementary school teacher. So, how, you know, what was that journey like? Yeah, yeah. Well, quite a jump, right? People are always shocked when they hear that. So I've been with Canopy now almost five months. I think next week will be uh, uh, five months for me. And prior to this, I was an elementary teacher. And so I taught all grades, pre-K through grade five, uh, over eight years, and just broke into the tech space um, this past October 2022. And the next question I always get is, well, how'd you do it? And the answer is LinkedIn. Um, and really the, the best answer is I built my brand and I didn't know that's what I was doing. No idea what personal branding was at the time, which is funny because that's part of my role now. Uh, but I just got really active on LinkedIn, uh, started building relationships there, engaging with other people, writing my own content. And then, you know, over time I built this really uh, big and engaged community and all my job offers came straight from LinkedIn, which was my goal from the beginning anyway, as a career pivoter, I didn't want to just send in my, you know, teaching resume for marketing roles um, when I would be going against all these wonderful, you know, marketing professionals with years under their belt. So um, I really just showed what I could do on LinkedIn. You know, here's some writing samples. Here's me, um, you know, building this community. Um, here's me showing up and, and sharing, you know, adding value, hopefully to different conversations. And uh, people at Canopy saw value in that and brought me on board. I mean, that's dope. I mean, really just to tie into your background, being that you are a powerhouse and LinkedIn talking about employer branding and personal branding. Really, your first question uh, relative to the podcast is, uh, what does employer branding mean to you and why do you believe companies should prioritize it? Ooh, great question. I think this is really important and... Uh, most companies aren't prioritizing it or even thinking about it yet. I think we're going to see a big push uh, this year and next year. Um, basically, employer branding is it's your reputation, right? It's what other people think of you when when they you know when your company's name or your brand you uh, pops up online. Um, and so, really, what I try to do for Canopy is like a raise awareness, let people know we exist. And then B, um, it's kind of twofold. I want to let them know who we are. 
And so part of that, like in terms of employer branding, this is what it's like to work here, right? I talk about the culture of the company. You know, here's um, here are our core values. Here's the benefits. Here's why Canopy is a great place to work, why they're a great employer, right? And brand them in that light. And then also um, employer branding also has an impact on the revenue pipeline in addition to the hiring pipeline. So really it's like a win-win situation. I think uh, more B2B companies should be doing this. It's just kind of getting you out on the map. And rather than um, being reactive, um, which is called like brand management, right? Like maybe you're getting a bad review and you need to go and try to, you know, put a Band-Aid on that. What I do um, in branding is really all about being proactive and shaping, you know, telling that story, letting others know who you are. So there's no question, you know, about who you are. It's kind of right there um, for them. And, and you're, you, you go to where the people are, right? So we're on LinkedIn, we've got a blog, we've got a website. So kind of putting yourself in those situations um, and, and to raise awareness and um, just kind of improve the, the perception of the brand. How comfortable were you, you know, jumping into this new role? Uh, were you uh, Canopy's first effort towards you know, really building that, that employer branding persona? Like what, what was that uh, segue yeah. like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Canopy has never had a social influence there before, and I had never been one before, at least not, you know, by title, not officially. Um, but as you kind of mentioned earlier, I have really built a big following on LinkedIn. I think right now I'm almost at 35,000. Um, and, you know, that just kind of happened. Uh, that wasn't my intention when I started out. But that's really what building relationships can do, right? When you're vulnerable, you're establishing trust with others. They want to hear what you have to say. Uh, they want to follow you. And, you know, so I have people who want to follow my personal journey. And now since I started at Canopy, you know, now people are interested in, in learning about Canopy as well. Um, and so when I came aboard, obviously a little bit nervous, wasn't exactly sure. I'd never been in a startup before, never had done this before. Um, but I'm someone who's always been a very confident person and always had a lot of belief in myself and feel like, well, you know, why not me? Why, why can't I do this? Right. Like they reached out to me. They, they already like what I'm doing. So I'm going to show up. I'm going to be my authentic self. I'm going to do whatever I can to, to have an impact and to help the company. And so far, I'm, I'm really proud of everything I've accomplished um, in my four or five months here. And uh What's great about being in a startup and not really having an established marketing team, it's kind of just me at the moment. We recently brought on um, someone who does uh, content marketing. She's on a, on a different team than, than me, really working on, on the revenue side. So we've just started working together. But what's really nice is I get to put my own stamp on things and I get to be creative and I get to come up with ideas and say, hey, here's what I want to do and I can run with it and experiment. So I don't have that tape. Um, I'm really like free to to be myself and to do what I think works. Like, hey, this worked for me on the personal branding side. Let's try it, you know, for Canopy on, on the employer brand side. Um, so I've definitely learned a lot in the past four or five months, but it's not something, you know, you don't go to school to be a social influencer. I don't think there's any degrees in that. <laughs> so it's really one of those things where you learn as you go. And that's like the perfect role for me. I just, I love that, that every day looks a little bit different. So, I mean, on, on LinkedIn, I mean, you're, you're a personal branding powerhouse, uh, being that now you're working within a B2B company, right? Startup or what may have you. 
And now you're almost like touching into like the employer branding aspect. Uh, can you almost tell our audience what is really the big differences that you see between employer branding and personal branding? And uh, where do you see the value in employees, you know, using their own branding techniques you now to amplify themselves as well as their contribution to the company, which is clearly what you do? Yeah, perfect. So personal branding, I think what's important to note here, because not everyone realizes this, everyone has a personal brand. And if you're on LinkedIn or Facebook or TikTok or wherever you are, Twitter, you're building your brand, even if it's unintentionally, right? So your brand is like, what do others think of you? What do they know about you? Um, and so my goal when I started out with my job search, because uh, that's that's how this all started back in January 2022, um, I was like, all right, let me put myself out there and be really intentional about it. You know, at the time, I didn't know what I was doing. Have learned a lot since then. And so to me, personal branding is, you know, being your your true self, you know, being authentic, being vulnerable. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why I have such a big following on LinkedIn is because it's not all business for me. I share personal stories all the time. You know, if you follow me, you know about my life, right? You know about my dog, you know that I moved recently, you know how excited I am to be at Canopy, you've seen photos of me. Um, so it's really kind of like that glimpse behind the curtain. And people really appreciate that. I mean, myself too. Who do I really enjoy following most and engaging with most on LinkedIn? It's people that I feel like I that I know, right? That I have this connection with. Um, and so for job seekers, I think it's huge, you know, personal branding, putting yourself out there. Um, and so that's happening all the time, no matter what. Employer branding similarly is happening, right? The people are going to, either they're going to have this idea of your brand, they think something of you, or they don't know you exist yet, right? Um, and so being intentional, intentional about employer branding, um, it's a bit more complicated, right? Because like for my personal brand, it's just me, right? That, that's it. Now with employer branding, most likely there's multiple people at, at that company, right? There are a lot of employees. And so really it, it should be, um, if, if you're doing it right, should be a, a group effort, Um Obviously, you know, the CEO or someone like that might be the face of the company, but really you want all the different employees to, to shine, right? And to have a say. You want them, uh, what's even better is if the employees are building their personal brands, right? That also helps the company. Um, so me having a, a great following and posting on my personal page actually helps Canopy just by default. Um, and so it, it really just comes down to, um, the type of content, targeting the right audience, and and finding that balance. So I sometimes for companies, they if you look at some company LinkedIn profiles, for example, some of them are really boring, right? They maybe they don't say anything at all, or all they do is post like this new article, this new really technical businessy thing. It's like okay, well, do you have any personality? Uh, what else? You know, what else is there, right? Besides these really boring, long-winded posts. So you want to find that balance. Um, you know, at, at for a company, for an employer, you want there to be a little bit of humor, right? You want there to be something about your employees. Like at Canopy, we'll, we spotlight employees all the time. We have employee spotlights. We have values and actions winners. We celebrate birthdays. And then we'll talk about, yeah, this is what we're doing in the fintech world, right? Hey, we just won this award. Hey, we rolled out this new feature. So it's really basically what it comes down to, I guess, is giving someone that full picture, not just one side of you, but like who are you, you know, every day of the week, all the different facets of you. 
Um, and that's when people are going to start trusting you and your brand. Tuning back into what you were saying with the employee spotlight, uh, have you found any pushback or are your, is your team really open to giving, you know, a little more about themselves beyond just their position at work? Like, what is that dynamic like when you walked in? Were they like a little shocked? Like, oh, wow, like now we're putting ourselves out there or were they like, yeah, let's do it. We love what, you know, the motion that you got going for us and uh, just walk us through that experience. Yeah. So initially when I started at Canopy, there were people um, that were really excited, you know, that I was here, excited about what could be done. And then there were other people who just you know, had no idea like what I was going to do, what was going to happen. They were like, I don't know what this role is. We've never had someone do this. Like, like what is this going to look like? And I think for some people, it might have been a little intimidating. Um, so what I tried to do right off the bat was set up one-to-ones with people. I've tried to meet almost everyone in Canopy. I think I'm like 95% uh, there. And I just wanted to be like, hey, here's who I am. Here's what I'm trying to do. You know, tell me a little bit about you. Um, and so I've been trying to build those relationships within the company. And um, if I'm ever including someone's name or photo, you know, on the internet, I always ask permission first. And so far, everyone's been more than happy to you know, yeah, go ahead, put me out there, put me on LinkedIn. And they're happy to answer questions, you know, like on employee spotlight, I might share their favorite food, their favorite uh, travel destination. And then also some questions like, you know, what do you enjoy most about working at Canopy? Or how would you describe your time at Canopy? So a little bit of a mix, again, like that balance between their their professional life and their personal life. And people have been very willing um, and very supportive so I, I'm really lucky uh, in that aspect that I've had people that um, are happy to kind of um, be put out there on display. Um, and I really think it, it's allowing people to to get a better idea of, of who we are, because really Canopy or any company, right, is the sum of all its parts and all of us people are, are what make the company, you know, what it is. And um, so for me on the branding side, it's really important to not just talk about the CEO all the time and not just talk about the new deals all the time, but to really give that, you know, whole company um, perspective to others. No, absolutely. Uh, you know, when me and Peace do our research on companies, looking around, just come across different, uh, whether it be LinkedIn pages, about pages, whatever it may be, when we see that sort of transparency when we see, you know, companies showcasing the people that work there, it gives us a much more authentic feel of like, hey, here's who we are. I understand these are the kind of people that work there. And I think that can provide tremendous benefits to any company, really. Um, mm -hmm. So something that Mean Peace loves to talk about is sort of the relationship between basically good employer branding and company culture. And do you think that good employer branding correlates to a good company culture? Yeah, I, well, I think the culture comes first. So I think if there's a great culture, then that could very easily lead to, to great employer branding. It's going to be hard to have a great employer brand if the culture sucks. You know, it's gonna, that's going to need a lot of lying and a lot of manipulation. And chances are people are going to see through that, right? And so, again, it really always starts with the people. Um, something else that I, you know, do at Canopy is I work on, you know, the glass door and comparably and things like that. I'm always encouraging people, hey, go leave an honest review. Um, hey, you know, we're always asking for feedback, too. You brought up transparency a moment ago. That's one of our six core values at Canopy. And so that's really like 
at the core of everything that we do. So we'll send out uh, surveys, right, to, to our employees and say, actually, we just put one out last week, an employee engagement survey. Um, after we have all hands meetings, every once and again, we'll say, hey, you, how did you, you know, what, what are your feelings? How, how did that meeting go? Do you want to hear more of something, less of something? Like, we're always asking for that. Um, and if you look us up on Comparably or Glassdoor or, or anywhere, we have like stellar ratings. And so as I'm working on LinkedIn and other places to get our employer branding out there, if someone were to go Google us, right, they'll find, oh, yeah, this is kind of across the board. Like, you know, they're not lying. This is a great a great brand, a great company, a great culture. The employees say so. Um, so that's another thing about employer branding. Like if someone Googles you, what are, what are they going to see? What's going to come up? You might be working really hard to uh, get these great, you know, reviews on Google, um, just like, you know, on the on the main Google page, uh, Google reviews. And then maybe um, there's a lot of bad things being said about you on, on G2 or something bad happening on Twitter. And so, again, you don't want to have to be always managing things. It's about being proactive. Um, and so if you're being proactive every day with your employees and you're really fostering a great culture and a great environment, the branding becomes so much easier. Like I tell people all the time, I love my role and it's some aspects of it are, are easy. I say that in quotes because all I have to do is go out and tell the truth. Like all I have to do is go out there and talk about my day. One time on LinkedIn, I shared a post. Um, I wanted to take my dog to the vet, right? Just for some vaccines. And uh, my manager had said to me, I'll just take the day off. And I'm like, no, I don't need the day. It's like, you know, I just need to leave 30 minutes early, right? And no, just take the day. And I'm like, what? Like, huh? I'd never heard of this. And so I shared that story on LinkedIn um, and I put a picture of my dog and like that resonated with so many people. Like, oh man, I wish I was even allowed the 30 minutes to go to the vet. And so all I do is like share how happy I am, talk about our culture, things like that on the social media side. And, um, and you know, because we're so transparent, uh, people um, can tell like, you know, oh, she's telling the truth. She's being authentic. Look at these great comparably uh, reviews to kind of back that up. So definitely the culture um, is 100% connected to the brand. You can't have one without the other. So you mentioned you mentioned a couple of tools, right? Like G2 and Glassdoor, right? Beyond, you know, just, you know, different tools to use, are there certain strategies or methods that you found effective to help get your team on board to help boost that employee brand, which of course, you know, only makes your culture look good? Is there anything you'd willing to share on that standpoint? Um, let me see. I basically... Um, I spend time doing some research on on other people in our space, whether they're our partners, potential partners, or competitors. You know, what are they doing on social media? What are their reviews like? Why are people going to them, or why are people leaving them? And so I try to do a lot of that and share insights um, with my colleagues. Uh, our main mode of communication is Slack, and so I'll share different things on there. Um, I'll share maybe uh, a really cool or insightful LinkedIn post I, I found and I'll share it out. Like, oh, what are your thoughts on this? Or maybe we should try something like this. Um, and really it's just all about having conversations. And so I try to um, establish those, those relationships and ask people, you know, what are your ideas? What are you comfortable with? Are you, can I get you onto a podcast? Are you comfortable with co-writing this publication? 
Are you, uh, you know, can I spotlight you on our employee spotlights and LinkedIn? So really, um, I'm just kind of always talking to people and always building relationships with people, um, with other companies. Like I just got Canopy onto another site called Captera. So like how many places can we can we get out like, can we get on to, right? That's kind of the goal is to, um, if someone's looking us up, they can find us on Captera, they can find us on Google, they can find us on G2, they can find us on Glassdoor and comparably. So it's really about raising that awareness. And if, um, I try to get as many people in the company involved and, and on board as I can, even though, you know, this is my role, I'm not necessarily the face of Canopy, right? We all are. Um, so I would say strategy wise, it's really just, getting to know others, what, what they're comfortable with, getting to know other companies in the space, what are they doing? Um, and then also thinking like, okay, well, what differentiates us, right? We don't want to just be adding to the noise. Like, why are we different? A, why do why should people work with us and not, you know, someone, a, a competitor? So why should they work here? And, and why should they do business with us, right? Why should they fill out the form on our website and, and sign up for a call? Why us? And so that's kind of the big question that drives what I do every day. Um, and if some and if someone else in my company ha has a great idea, like I'm all about, you know, that feedback and that idea. Um, a lot of my role is is experimenting, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely love how you will go through any avenue, turn over every stone until until there's no more left to turn over. And I think that's so important. And I hope Canopy Servicing understands the value they're getting out of you. Um, and something that's incredible and not to cut you off Chris I think something that's really cool is uh well two things right I think it's really cool that you mentioned like the whole space of employer branding you know in your space or just what you've seen in time it's a very fluid space right there's no like uh these are this is the formula right follow this five-step process to the ideal employer brand which correlates to culture like you acknowledge and you understand and clearly you're continuing to to learn Mm -hmm. The employer branding is something that's ever changing. It's something you said on multiple times, the fact that uh, the company isn't the CEO, right? It's all of us, right? And understanding mm -hmm. that we all take a part in this stitch effort of showcasing, you know, who we are, why we do what we do, and these are our values and, you know, our mission, ideally. Um, I think this is something that, to, to be honest, I mean, me and Chris don't really see that quite often, if you're being, mm -hmm. if we're being honest, right? We see a lot of companies that like to follow the, oh, the CEO this, our executive team this, leadership this. When in reality, I mean, it's, you know, it's it's the team, right? It's the full encompassing, you know, body of work that makes the engine run, that really matter, that people tend to really want to learn from and hear from, that can either make them either want to work for you or become a partner or become a customer, which almost like stems into what you were saying. So I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Couldn't agree more with that. Um, so obviously as you're going through all these different avenues, I imagine, like you just said, you're doing tons of research, looking what's out there, looking at different companies, competitors, whoever it may be. So are there any companies could be individuals as well? Um, could be in FinTech space, could be anything else that your mind can come with, come up with that you admire regarding branding, whether it's employer branding, personal branding, or even consumer facing branding that you really admire and say, wow, they're doing a great job. Sure. Well, I'm going to shout out myself and Canopy. Go check us out. And give me got a feedback on our branding. Um, and then I've got two others that I'll shout out. And it's funny, I only know about these companies because I spend time on LinkedIn. Um, and I've got uh, LinkedIn friends who work at these companies. I think they do a great job. One would be Lavender. Um, and they're all about, um, 
you know, sending the, the perfect email, it's going to get you, you know, responses. So check them out. And then Nectar is another one. And actually they, that company is all about culture. Um, it's all about making employees at various companies feel valued. I think it's a really cool mission. Um, and I, I love the way that they're branding themselves as well. Uh, so neither of them are in the fintech space, um, but they're companies that I really enjoy following and their employees are pretty active uh, on LinkedIn. And so now here I am on a podcast shouting them out and I only know about them because of their branding on LinkedIn. So that goes to show, um, you know, what you do out there matters. Um, and, and people, even if they're not engaging with you or saying good job or signing up to be on your newsletter, there's still eyes, you know, they still see what you're doing. Um, and I know that can be misleading sometimes. You're like, oh, I got five likes on something. Okay, but 500 people could have seen it. Um, so the power of branding, it got me my job. Um, and it, it gets a lot of people, uh, you know, new clients and, and new revenue as well. So I'm, I'm excited to see what companies do, you know, moving forward with their branding. On the contrary, of course, to Nectar and I believe Lavender, what you said, uh, what are, I mean, you don't have to call out these companies, right? But what are certain things that you're seeing within companies that aren't doing a good job or just complete no-nos where you're like, yeah you're definitely not going to be in business five to seven years out. Yeah. So I kind of touched on this before. And to be honest, yeah, I can't even think of any companies, not that I would call anyone out, but the thing is like, if it's so boring or it's so bad, it's like, they're, they're not memorable. Right. So I think that's the big piece of branding is like, you want people to most importantly know who you are. And then if possible, like, and trust you. So what you don't want is for people to have no idea who you are or what your company is. And so I think a big problem is people either don't have LinkedIn pages or they don't have a Twitter presence. Depends on your audience, right? So wherever your customers are, you should be there. If you don't have any profiles, maybe you don't have Glassdoor comparably, um, you should have them, right? And then second is taking advantage of that presence, putting out content that resonates with people, right? You want people to, to trust you and learn from you. Like if you think of it this way, if someone emails you every day or pops up on your screen every day and says, buy this product, buy it, do it. We're having a sale, let's buy it. You're gonna be like, shut up, I'm, now I'm not buying it. But what, what people want is they want to slowly be educated and they wanna to get to know you and they wanna be like, you know what? Maybe it takes weeks, maybe it takes months, maybe it takes a year, but they're eventually gonna come to you because that you ha they have that, uh, they know who you are and they have that faith in you. So sometimes people don't put effort into branding or social media marketing or anything like that because they don't see a quick enough turnaround when really it's a longer game. And to me, it's a very important game. Um, and then the other problem that I see a lot that I mentioned before is people do have a presence, they are posting, but it's very mundane, it's very boring. There's a lot of jargon that a lot of people might not know what it means. And so you really wanna find that balance um, between you know education, inspiration, entertainment, whatever you're going for, um, let people know you know who who you really are, and don't just put this like facade up. Yeah. Something. Oh, peace, please. Yeah, real quick. I think something that I think is powerful that not many people talk about is the fact that, uh, like I said, no one really wants to keep seeing ads like, "Hey, buy this, buy that, discount this, discount that." Mm -hmm. uh, something that you mentioned you you 
you touched upon like experiences, like people just want to hear the stories and what's actually going on. And then, like I said, eventually it will lead to a conversion of some sort or a partnership of some sort, right? Where people, it's almost like people don't really understand the value of, you know, just sharing what really matters, which isn't necessarily the product of the service, but the experiences or the voices of the people that are in, are uh, making the the engine work. But uh, I just thought that was a quick, uh, that was just my quick two cents. I thought that was really cool that you said, but uh, Chris. Yeah, no, for sure. And um, to another point, Angela, you talk about how building that trust, right, over a long period of time is so crucial because, again, you don't, and for most people, they don't see that immediate return. But when you take the time to just, again, show your true selves, be authentic, be transparent, that creates such a, you know, strong bond with could be a potential candidate, a potential um, customer, a partner, and the lifetime value of those, you know, whoever it may be that comes through a customer, potential candidate, etc. It's much, much more than just throwing a zillion ads at their face and like, buy this, buy this, please buy this. Like, all right, calm down. We get it. We get it. So absolutely. And, and I'll just say uh, one more thing, something I we've noticed at Canopy since I've started on the branding here, has there's been a big uptick in the amount of applications, which is great, but beyond quality, we're going for quantity, right? And so we've been getting really great candidates lately. And a lot of times when people, when we ask them, how did you hear about this role or how did you hear about Canopy? They either say my name or they say LinkedIn or they say something like that. I saw a post on LinkedIn. And so... Um, and I have people message me personally saying, you know, I had no idea who Canopy was a few months ago, but you've been posting about them. You love it so much. You know, are there any openings? I would love to sign up. And, I, and you know, sometimes we don't have the openings uh, that that person's looking for. But my response is always, well, thank you so much, you know, for your interest. And I'm glad, you know, that you trust me enough and, you know, that you believe in, in what I'm saying. You believe in what Canopy is doing. You know, continue to, to check on us. And so... Um, I've definitely noticed, you know, that big difference in the past four to five months of people saying, you know, what what you share, that's what I want, right? I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to feel that excitement when I wake up in the morning. Like, I, I'm missing that right now. And so if, if you're able to share the great culture that you have, the great brand that you have, um, people who want a part of that, maybe they're coming from a not so great culture and not so great brand, they're going to come running your way. Right. So in terms of hiring, it's huge. But then, like mm -hmm. I said, it's also going to impact the revenue if you do it right. But that's a bit of a longer game. Um, and so I highly recommend, you know, more people, more people do it. Yeah. Well, again, couldn't agree more. The proof is of the pudding right there. You just heard it, ladies and gentlemen, increase in candidates and not not just the quantity, but the absolute quality. And that is really, really key right there. Revenue, everything else under the sun. Um so Angela, getting into our last question right now, is there any question that you'd want to ask to could be a founder, an executive, an individual, anyone else you could think of that would help you on you know as you continue to grow in your career as a social influencer, a canopy, and whatever role you may step into into the future and whatnot? Is there any question you might have to help you along your journey? And bonus points, bonus points if you could give me maybe a specific person. No pressure though if you can't, but just bonus points. Okay, man, typically not good at on the spot, but let me come up with something. Um, a question that would help me to grow within my career. Um, well, I definitely want to grow within marketing, within like branding, social media. Um, hmm. So I guess 
And if I, I would like to stay within the fintech space, on you know, that's where I am now. So maybe one question I would love to know from just founders at at fintech companies, um, like what type of content do you feel is is lacking in this space? Um, what could fintech, you know, what could we improve on to be uh, you know, to be more exciting, to kind of to break through the noise. Like, what what are we lacking? Or what would you like to see more of? Because um, obviously, I would love to start producing that right now. Um, but as I grow, I definitely want to. Um, it, it's important to me to always to be different, right? To stand out, to make that name for yourself. Um, and I, a lot of people, the outside of fintech looking in, um, might see fintech as being like. Uh, you know, too technical or too too businessy or too hard to understand. Um, so, like, what what can we do to, um, you know, what content can we put out to reach more people and to really resonate with more people? I would be interested in hearing that. Well, Angela, thank you so much for this. This was absolutely incredible. You were you were a rock star. Um, where can people go find you? Obviously, we mentioned you are you are the queen of LinkedIn, but you know where can people find you? Where can people find more about uh, Canopy Servicing and whatever else you'd like to plug? Sure. So you can find me uh, on LinkedIn. And so I'm Angela Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R. Um, you can find Canopy at CanopyServicing.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn, Canopy Servicing. So give us a follow. Let me know what content you'd like to see from us. Uh, but feel free to, you know, follow me, connect with me, shoot me a message. I love, you know, talking branding with other people and, and helping others in any way that I can. Thank you both for, for having me on. This has been really fun. Absolutely. The pleasure was all ours. Yeah. I think, I think before we, we close it off, Chris, we got to just throw it out there, man. We, we got to coin it before someone else does the, what would you say? The queen of employer branding or personal branding before she comes. No, the queen time. of LinkedIn. I said the queen of LinkedIn, Angela Slander. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stick with the well, Angela, employee branding. Literally. I'll put that in my headline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Angela, well, thank you so much. And for everyone listening, thank you so much. And that will be it for the Brand and Beyond podcast. Until next time. Angela, thank you. Thank you.